What's going on guys? It's Corbin here for AcousticWorld.net uh, bringing you a quick video for 10 reasons, uh, or sorry, 10 ways, <laughs> 10 ways that you can get better at guitar faster. Um, you know, it's one thing to get good at guitar, but these are things that I've kind of learned over the years uh, can really accelerate my process. And I kind of wish someone had shared them with me when I was starting out. So some are going to be uh, a little more obvious than others, and some are kind of outside the box things that I didn't figure out till kind of recently. So uh, buckle up and stay tuned till the end. And we'll start right off now with tip uh, number one, which is argu arguably the most obvious, and yet hardly anyone, well, a lot of people don't do it and then they wonder why they're not uh, making progress um, but anyways this is practicing daily um, and I can't emphasize enough how important this is because um, essentially the more often you practice um, the better you're gonna get and also if you're just starting out um, you literally have to practice regularly to ingrain you know, in your muscles and in your body, uh, the things that you need to do um, because your brain is literally forming new pathways. Um, they've done studies on this where learning music is oftentimes like learning a new language. Um, and obviously, if you were learning a new language, um, it's not <laughs> it's not going to do you much good if you only practice you know, once a week, it's better to immerse yourself in it. Ideally, you would go uh, immerse yourself in the country and speak it every single day. Um, and with music, it's the same thing. You know, uh, the more often you practice, the better you're going to get. But also, there are like physiological reasons why you need to practice every day, especially with guitar. Um, it uses very specific muscles in your wrists and hands, and also uh, you form calluses on your fingers. So uh, when you're starting out, if you just keep procrastinating, you're actually extending the painful beginner stage uh, longer than you would otherwise. So again, I know this is kind of an obvious tip that you would expect, but hardly anyone does it, uh, and it's probably the biggest like bang for your buck thing that you can do to get better is just to play every single day, um, even if it's just for a few minutes. So the other thing I would say is consider uh, getting a teacher, again, especially if you're a beginner. Uh, I just did a video on this, but if you're still figuring out like how to hold your pick, how you should position the guitar when you're playing, um, how you should like position your hands so your fingers and wrists don't hurt. Um, these are things that are like fairly obvious to someone who's been playing guitar for maybe six months to a year, but if you're just starting out, it can be overwhelming and painful and really frustrating to, um, to try to like overcome those things all by yourself with no one to talk to about them or like check in and see if you're doing things correctly. Um, especially this is like the phase, um, when you're first starting when a teacher is most helpful because you know just the smallest fix like oh hey you should probably be positioning your hand like this instead of like that um is something that like you might not get from a video instructor and it's just a small change but it can make the biggest difference um when you're talking about you know forming the habits that you're going to be uh ingraining for the rest of your guitar playing career or some people just end up uh quitting altogether because they're doing things wrong and it's just like super uncomfortable or they don't make any progress. So if you're new, 
Um, if you've been playing less than like six months, I'd say getting a teacher uh, at the very least. Uh, if you have a friend who plays, I would like check in with them if you can and just uh, have someone who you can have keep you accountable and also like give you tips that'll kind of fast track you. Because um, it might seem like, oh, hey, why should I lay out money for this when everyone is teaching it on the internet for free? But I'll tell you that the best uh, investment you can make oftentimes is buying back your time. And so when you pay someone to teach you, what you're actually doing is saving yourself uh, potentially years. And that's uh, a pretty much priceless investment uh, because time is the one thing that you can't get back. So uh, dropping some you know higher level wisdom here, uh, <laughs> just about playing guitar, but things to keep in mind. Um, so here's more outside the box one. Uh, I would recommend that you learn to sing. Um, and so this is something I didn't start doing until maybe uh, like two years ago and I'm still uh, not the best singer. But the reason I started uh, to do it is because I realized like I would be playing along with certain songs or I have certain songs that I really want to learn. And uh, it was actually just hard to remember like where you're at in the song uh if you don't sing like if how do you even know like when to transition from the verse to the chorus without uh knowing where you're at in the song so a lot of times in the back of your head most guitarists have the lyrics uh kind of playing or like singing the song silently in their minds anyways to keep track of like where they are in the song if they're practicing by themselves um and so it's a natural extension to just like start singing uh, instead of just letting that uh, end <laughs> run uh, uh, silently in your head. Uh, and you'll find that doing that makes you a better guitarist. Uh, for one thing, your ear improves drastically. Um, the other thing is like, you'll find it kind of changes your taste in music because you'll, you'll kind of find artists that align um, with your own voice. Okay, so like, uh, for me personally, uh, my timber or timbre or range, whatever the heck it is, is pretty much uh, middle of the road. So, you know, I can't really do like Johnny Cash or Jim Morrison um, or, you know, Peter Steele from, I did a typo negative cover recently and you'll notice I don't really do that barot baritone, like bottom of the spectrum uh, vocal range very well. I'm just kind of, I fall in the middle. Uh, so I, I don't really do that high falsetto crooning type uh, sound either, like, you know, Ricky Skaggs or, um, who else has a really high voice? Um, I don't know, <laughs> off the top of my head. But uh, uh, people who my voice works relatively well with, I've noticed, are like Gordon Lightfoot, uh, James Taylor, you know, pretty middle of the road um, type stuff. And so you'll find, you know, your taste in music changes and you get a better feel for like, I don't know, just learning um, the kind of music that you can pull off as like a solo artist and it'll change, you know, what you're interested in, in as a guitarist too. So that's another tip for you. Um, the fourth tip, and it's kind of related, uh, is learning new genres. So, um, and this will kind of like push you out of your comfort zone. And I don't recommend like learning a new genre just for the sake of learning it. But if you kind of get interested in a particular artist and you don't already know how to play that style of music, oftentimes that's um, a good sign that 
you know, you could learn something from exploring that genre more. So for me, when I actually started learning the guitar, I naturally um, was mostly drawn to the instrument from blues guys like Eric Clapton and Steve Ray Vaughan. And then um, kind of the Grateful Dead. So like Jerry Garcia was one of my, still is one of my uh, biggest influences. But then uh, from Jerry, I actually found bluegrass music because I was listening to uh, this album called The Pizza Tapes that he did with Tony Rice. And I was like, what the heck is this stuff? Like, I have to learn how to play acoustic guitar like these guys are doing on this tape. I've never heard this before because I've never really heard uh, bluegrass music, even though I grew up in Pennsylvania, which is technically uh, Appalachia, where bluegrass is kind of famous for starting. But anyways, uh, that kind of pushed me into a whole new uh, style of guitar playing that I had never learned before. So super flat picking heavy, um, obviously all acoustic guitar, where before I had been mostly playing electric. Um, and now I've figured out that I, um, for the most part, I prefer playing acoustic music, at least nowadays. So. Uh, that's another thing I would say. It's definitely going to not only improve your skills as a guitarist, but also uh, keep you interested and motivated uh, just by, you know, learning new things. Um, and related to that, tip number five is to learn uh, new techniques and styles. And <clears throat> basically just like you'll find that each genre, like, they use different techniques on the guitar to create that sound. So in blues, for example, you know, there's lots of big soaring bends, lots of rakes uh, to create emotion. Uh, it's largely based at the pentatonic scale, but people will throw in major notes to kind of add some more flavor. Um, and then, you know, if you look at jazz music, by contrast, it's a lot more arpeggio centric. Um, and then people will add uh, chromatic notes and stuff like that into arpeggios. Um, so it's a whole different way of soloing, uh, even though like jazz and blues actually have plenty in common, but if you were going to play guitar for one or the other, the techniques are really quite different. Um, so it's another thing you can do to, uh, challenge yourself and get better as a guitarist. Um, the other thing I'd say and the real reason that I started this YouTube channel is you can also record yourself. Um, <clears throat> excuse, sorry about that, guys. Uh, I needed to get a drink of water. <laughs> this video's running a little longer than I thought, and my throat's getting a little sore. But anyways, uh, what I was saying is you can record uh, your playing. And so uh, I'd recommend actually starting a YouTube channel, uh, even if it's just to keep track of your own uh guitar playing. So that's tip number six. Uh, tip number seven would be <clears throat> jamming with friends. And so uh, guitar can be kind of a solitary activity, especially if you don't have a teacher helping you out along the way. So if you have friends, uh, even if they play other instruments, it's always a good idea to bounce ideas and techniques and new styles of music off of them. You don't even have to necessarily <clears throat> end up forming a band together or anything like that. Um, just jamming together regularly and, you know, trying new things. And oftentimes you'll have something you can teach them. They'll 
uh, teach you something or help you out in return. And it's kind of a situation where everybody wins. So jamming with friends can always be helpful. Um, and then tip number eight uh, is kind of returning to the masters or returning to your roots or your influences as a guitarist. So whenever I kind of, I don't know, feel like I've been spinning my wheels for a while or, excuse me, feel like I'm doing the same thing over and over again, I tend to go back to <clears throat> the guys who really inspired me to start playing in the first place. So, you know, Jerry, Tony Rice, Stevie Ray Vaughan, uh, stuff like that. Um, and that'll kind of not only keep your creative juices flowing, but also like remind you why you picked up the guitar in the first place, which can always be a really motivating and powerful experience. Um, so that's what I would say. And then uh, tip number nine uh, is to actually, I've done videos on the past, uh, in the past where I'm kind of, I don't know, uh, a lot of people get too bogged down in music theory when they're first starting out and they let it hold them back from getting anywhere on the instrument because they're like, oh, I can't, you know, learn the songs I want to play until I learn how to read low, uh, Row, Row, Row Your Boat or, you know, read Amazing Grace and play it by sight reading on the guitar. And it's like, no, you really don't have to do that. But uh, at the same time, you know, music theory has its place. So uh, things like the caged system, learning uh, major scales, pentatonic scales, modes, how those things all connect, uh, even stuff like the circle of fifths, uh, those things have all moved my playing forward. So if you kind of feel like you're stagnating and you want to get better, um, music theory can be helpful for those purposes. So uh, number 10 here, and then I'll get going and drink some more water because <laughs> my throat is uh, getting all raspy again. But I would recommend uh, investing in a quality guitar. So uh, if you, if like, I've only been playing a year or two and like most people you kind of started out on an instrument that was maybe like two or three hundred bucks or something um and you're kind of at that point where you you realize uh you're gonna keep playing guitar at least for many years to come it can make sense to invest in a quality in a higher quality instrument uh for a few reasons like first of all it's gonna motivate you to keep playing and getting better um, it's also, if it really is a higher quality guitar, it will be easier to learn on because, you know, it'll sound better. Uh, it'll often fret easier, uh, without you having to apply as much pressure. Um, it'll require less, uh, maintenance. It's all that kind of stuff is, um, you know, just things to consider as you sort of reach that intermediate stage. Uh, it's oftentimes a good idea to invest in you know, an intermediate uh, middle of the road type guitar in terms of quality. So those are my 10 tips for you guys, but I'll kind of turn it over to you now and uh, let me know if you think I missed anything, um, what you think, you know, uh, would help you level up as a guitarist faster. And uh, let me know in the comments below what you think, and I'll see you in the next video. Uh, you can always learn more at acousticworld.net. Like and subscribe. Peace.